You're listening to the High Performance Artist Podcast with me, Richie Bailey. So, we are on the 12th segment of our amazing journey here on the High Performance Artist Podcast. And in case you didn't know, a website's being made. Uh, it was made, then I had to take it down, and it's going to get re-uploaded again, however the magic internet people do their things anyway it's going to be up soon super excited about that um youtube channel also on the way because i'm going to be doing some interviews and hopefully some really awesome content and you'll get to see my wonderfully beautiful amazing sharp jawline that can cut through steel hoping that you're just as excited as i am so, we're on chapter 12, and it's all about joy. This is kind of weird, because, you know, it's basically saying, hey, you know, if you want to be an awesome, creative person, you're supposed to be joyful. Because how else are you supposed to make good work if you're feeling like garbage every day? Yeah. So, what does this book suggest by the way the book is called in case you're listening for the first time it's called the mental game of writing it was written by james scott bell he's a novelist and he found about i think it's 28 different things that help him at least or some things that he has found over the years that helped him to weather the storm of uh his decades of writing novels and so when I read this book I thought to myself I think a, I think more people could use this knowledge rather than people who write novels and here we are today on episode 12 joy the notes that I made were that he said which was surround yourself with things that make you joyful about creating Spend time making yourself excited to create. Some days the joys will be there. Some days it won't. Make up situations in your head that make you itch to bring it to life. I think that last sentence was definitely my note and not his. Um, some of the things that I did when I was creatively low was uh, I... I, I got these books, which were these compendiums uh, by different artists from different platforms. Uh, the platform called Pixiv, if you're not aware of it. Uh, they're a Japanese image sharing website that looks nothing like it does now than when I used to visit it. So I have no idea what it looks like, but they release these books from time to time. Uh, some of the best artwork on the platform they put together a book and they sell it. Um, there's another book that I, for some reason, I can't remember the name of it now. But uh, if I remember correctly, it, the shortening is CFL. And um, it's a whole bunch of French artists. And, you know, they put this book together and then they ship it out and I have that. So usually what I would do is I would I would look through these books of all these different styles and all these different people doing all these different cool things. Um, actually, a book that I've always wanted to have, but still to this day, um, 
is just too expensive for me to justify buying is one of Kim Jong-gi's sketchbooks. Now, if you don't know anything about Kim Jong-gi, uh, I, I really wish this guy was my uncle. Just the sheer incredible awesomeness of, of drawings that this guy does. If only 1% of that came, you know, got kicked back to me, I'd be set, <laughs> right? Um, his sketchbooks, uh, the even just the copies of them, because he draws so much, his compendiums are pretty big. And so the books naturally, most of them go for over $100, which is like two or three times more expensive than what normal compendiums cost. But they're definitely worth it. It's just a ton, uh, just a metric ton of his drawings and kind of, in a way, you get a peek into his brain, right? Um, imagine every artist was, was mandatory, had to create a sketchbook that was a peek inside of their head. That's basically him. And what you will find in there is definitely what you would find in... It's, it's pretty wild. I'll just say that. So, on to this episode again. I, I just go off on all these crazy tangents. So, remember what I told you last time? Take a shot every time I say so. I'm going to work on that. Or not. Who cares? I'm just here talking. We're here chilling. I hope you're sipping on something cool, iced up, and niced up. That makes no sense. Don't copy that and don't tell anyone I said something so stupid. So, uh, yeah, that's the stuff that I would do to keep myself creatively inspired. When I when I was flipping through these pages, there was bound to be some image drawn by some person that would just give me an idea on what to draw next. Um, the cool thing about books like these is that all I had to do was kind of reach over and then grab it and then kind of flip through the pages. Whereas when you or at least when I looked for inspiration online, if you're not very careful about it, all of a sudden an hour passes, and two hours and three and four, and you're like, oh my God, how did I end up here on the back end of YouTube watching some guy build a hut out of mud at 2 a.m. in the morning? Struggle is real, I'm telling you. I promise this is going to be a small tangent, but don't be surprised when you get sucked into these platforms. They have literally spent millions of dollars to do just that. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. So, the book continues. There are going to be many times when you're not going to feel joy or love or passion on a particular day, but... If you can still think about your project with confidence and you still think there's something special about your project, push through. I relate to that a lot because there are definitely some times when, like I said, I'm flipping through this book and this flash of inspiration comes to me. I'm like, yes, this is definitely going to be my magnum opus, right? This is going to be something that is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Everyone's going to love it. I'm definitely going to get a hundred likes on this one. Maybe even a thousand. Now, if you were listening to the previous episode, we talk about idolizing these incredible moments and not doing that and just enjoying the moment. 
But this is me thinking how I was before. So just let's just ride this wave. All right. So I'm there thinking this is the most amazing thing. I'm going to be practically going viral overnight because this image I'm going to draw is so awesome. But the thing is that happened quite a lot was that I would, you know, start working on this thing and about a quarter of the way through, I would question practically my entire existence. Why did I start this image? Why did I make it so complex? Why did I put so many characters on in this illustration? Like, what kind of death wish did I put upon myself to think that I would finish this image in any reasonable amount of time? Well, that, that stuff I could have asked myself before, but I didn't. I don't know why. And again, I would kind of have to go back to the ritual of reaching over to this book, pulling it off the shelf, opening it up, flipping through some pages, and then all of a sudden, I would find myself with another image that would give me some sort of creative jolt, a creative, some creative juice, and I'd be back to the races, and hopefully that would have me finishing the um, the project. And so it's like this ritual. You spend your creative energy creating, 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 throwing stuff against the wall, right? And then you kind of fall flat. And you're, you know, you have your hand half raised from the table. You're like, oh, why me, God? Why? <laughs> and you're like, like, why is the creative process just such an emotional roller coaster. Oh, by the way, I'm writing on that on the highperformanceartist.com website. Not ready yet, but hopefully by the time, uh, I was going to say by the time you listen to this, but hopefully by the end of November 2020, we'll be good to go. Hope you like it. Um, but yeah, it's it's like one of those things, and, and, I, and I've always been so envious of uh, my friends that just seemed to never run out of creative juice. They just always seemed to be able to create things at the drop of a hat. Oh, you know, I just woke up at, I just woke up at 3 a.m. this morning and I just drew this thing. This thing, by the way, is, is stuff that, you know, they just farted out one day. And of, I mean, I don't know how I attract these people, but for some reason, you know, the people that the artist friends that I have are all insane. They're like really good. <laughs> and so, you know, the stuff that they fart out is stuff that I have to practically slave over. You know, somebody please relate to me on that one. <laughs> right. And so, you know, I would I would be really envious of these guys. They're like, yeah, you know, I just spent an hour on this one I didn't really want to spend too much time and I'm looking at this thing and inside I am like practically screaming like oh my god how are you doing this dude like is there some special 
artist's version of cocaine that you're doing that you can please give to me, my dog, my guy, please. Like, spare your boy a cut of that artist's version of cocaine or something because <laughs> they just always seem to be teeming with all this creativity and I just had to fight for mine. And so, you know, thinking back, uh, the some of the stuff that I realized was that uh, my friends that were abnormally creative um, and were abnormally prolific in their work, there were a couple things that I noticed about them, uh, thinking back about them now, and that they they were practically surrounded by the stuff that they were inspired by. Um, their room was, had posters of stuff that meant a lot to them. I remember one, a friend of mine, uh, Nicholas, um, actually lived with him for, for a little bit and he always had a wall or two of his room dedicated to, um, images that he had either taken out of magazines or printed off online of just artwork that blew his mind. Um, either for the penmanship or the colors or something. Um, I remember, if, if I remember correctly, he bought an art book and he tore all the pages out. And he took all the ones that he really, 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 really liked and then put them on his wall. And then there was one wall just for his work. Um, and, I, and I think that was because he, he always compared himself like, and it was in a good way, like, okay, I want my work to be on par with the people that are on this wall and so he would put them next to each other and you know he would swap them out from time to time and you know he's still doing really well to this day he's gotten a lot of deals um and uh he's he's even uh to my memory i i think the this he supplied some designs to an anime um that's being made so he's doing really well for himself um, I'm not, I'm my other friend, he, he lives in China and he is practically all over the place when it comes to brands wanting his designs to, to do stuff. So he's doing pretty well as well. Um, those two guys really stand out to me as, you know, people that were just constantly creating, just always, always had their nose to the grindstone and they were never particularly stressed out about it um meaning it didn't seem like they were fighting i mean i remember them saying you know yeah there's some days obviously where you i don't feel like it and some days where i remember one, one thing nicholas said he was like nick was like there's some days when i really don't even want to move my pencil and <laughs> what he'll do is he'll put the pencil on the paper and scream as he's drawing <laughs> So like as he's drawing, he's like, uh, that was probably the funniest thing I I remember about him. I don't I don't talk to him much as 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 much as I do because he's just always busy, and we don't live obviously like um, with each other anymore. So it's it's just cool to see his updates online. Um, but that's something I definitely want to, you know, challenge and encourage you. Like, how how can you start to make the environment that you spend the most time in some of the most creative time? And 
you know, just being respectful to everybody's situation. Sure, you might not be in a situation. I don't know. You might not be in a situation where you can just put posters everywhere. You might not be able to do that. But is there a way that you can mentally surround yourself with more images? You know, can you change the background of your laptop or the background of your phone to rotate between, um, you know, the people that you really, really like or you really, really look up to? Um, can it rotate between quotes that really inspire you and really mean a lot to you? Um, you know, it's 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 super important to con- continually as and and again, it's stuff that I'm not perfect at either, and I really want to continually get better at this. And I've learned to to get so so much better at this. Like the more I've been able to fill up my own cup is the more resources I have to pour out into other areas of my life. And we're not just talking about, you know, creative stuff here. We're talking about just life in general. Again, you know, creativity is a part of us and creativity is kind of who we are and what we do. You know, we're, we don't just see the world for what it is. In a way, we kind of see it for what it could be. We imagine characters and worlds and universes and dialogues and plot points and stories and and visualizations and sounds like this is kind of uh it's like living like we live life times 10 and it's our job to take all of this stuff all of this abstract awesomeness and noise in a way and then distill it into this kind of coherent like thought an idea that people can consume and people can enjoy and then come back to us for. And so, you know, it, it, you might not be in a position to put posters on your wall. And if you are, I say, you know, go online and find an art book that just rocks your world. And that just makes you feel filled with creativity. And if you can, buy that book. And if you if you feel so justified, some people would say it's a desecration. But if you feel so moved... I would say cut those pages out and then put them on your wall. Like, why keep it locked up within a book? You know, do what my friend did and and do what I did at one point, too. I took that inspiration from him and I did the same thing. And it was just amazing to go to go to bed and wake up looking at images that just turned me on in that way. My brain just started buzzing like, whoa, that's so cool how that person did that thing. And it's keeping the subconscious constantly turning in ways that benefit you, right? Like a lot of us feel as if there's a lot of life that's negative or that can be negative, right? And I can go down this road, guys, I can do it. I won't. I'm staying on topic here. We're talking about joy and how to stay passionate and lively about what we're trying to do. But... um. All right, so I paused it. I thought that the rain wasn't going to rain all over the studio, but here we are. So if you hear rain in the background, sorry about that. Um, But Florida seems to just pour without warning, and that's fine. Uh, I don't super remember what I was talking about. I do remember saying uh, keep the subconscious turning and do as much as you can to keep that subconscious turning. And it reminds me of something that I actually saw 
and it was this guy, I don't remember who it was, but he was, you know, talking about success, very successful guy, multi, 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 multi millionaire. And this kid had came up to me, he's like, you know, I've been listening to you for, you know, uh, a couple months and I find so much inspiration in what you're saying. Um, I was this kid, he's like, you know, but I live with my parents and, you know, there's so much toxicity in the house, you know, what can I do? Um, you know, because, you know, I'm not able to move out and I'm not able to do this. I'm still in the house and so on and so forth. He was really young. I don't know, maybe like 16 or something. Uh, and he said, put your headphones in 24-7. You know, if that's all that you can control, then that's the best that you can do. And and to not focus too much on the stuff that you couldn't control, which was his housing situation, which wasn't the best. Right. Like, you know, who grows up in the best housing situation? I mean, his situation was a bit different, but, you know, the guy was telling him, like, look, if if you're surrounded by toxicity 24 seven, then put your headphones in 24 seven. Listen to things that uplift you and listen to things that make you want to keep doing good and keep moving up and forward. And I think that's something that really resonated with me on a personal level. Because we're, we, we don't always feel awesome. We don't always feel like we can take on the world. And, you know, the whole reason why I started this thing is, again, the whole mental aspect of creativity sometimes isn't, isn't um, spoken about a lot. Because it, I, for whatever reason, I don't even know why. I just think it's so important because if you don't feel good... You're not going to be pumped up to create awesome work. Like there's so much energy and emotion that goes into the act of creating that if you feel if you if you feel like you suck all the time, it's going to be hard to create anything. And so that's why, you know, as mentioned, if there's ways that you think that you can keep your subconscious turning, if you can put posters on your wall. Uh, a poster on you know the wallpaper on your phone or on your um, on your laptop or computer if there are motivational videos that you can download onto your phone or computer that you can play in the morning that gets you moving or you can play whenever you feel like look I just need an extra boost of energy like this stuff isn't bad like don't feel like watching a motivational video makes you weak you know, like there's a, we're, we're all trying to get through this this one chance of a life that we're, you know, all on. And sometimes we feel awful. You know, everyone, you know, even the coolest person, you know, feels like they suck at some point. And they're like, you know, like, why bother? Like, why go on this? This it's just this constant barrage of suck. And so, you know, see what you can do to keep your energy up and to keep your motivation up because sometimes you do run out of motivation um, and there is zero motivation and you have to ask yourself, well, what do you do now? What's the next move now that you have zero motivation? Um, and the, the, the attitude that's been helping me is see what can help you make that next step. Um, sometimes you have to make a next step when you feel awful. And sometimes you might be able to talk to a friend that makes you feel a little bit better. Sometimes it's a watch a motivational video. There's so many different things that you can try, but it's always about trying. And so as you can see, the concept of 
joy and, and keeping your passion and keeping your love of your craft is not usually a very simple topic. And I think that's why I went all over the place today. It's not just, oh, you don't feel passionate? Oh, well, just just be happy, bro. You know, just like you're sad. Just don't be sad, bro. <laughs> you're depressed. Just don't be depressed. That's simple. You know, it's not it's not like that half the time. Sometimes certain things that made you happy don't make you happy anymore and you have to find something else and that's just the flow the ebb and flow of life in general and we're all trying to navigate it and i hope that you know the high performance artist content helps to get you to that next level and you know that's that's really it thanks for listening i hope that helped and i'll talk to you real soon